Hey there, and welcome to Drunk Distory Presents The Dark Ride, a fun Disney Parks-themed game show with zero prizes and lots of drinking. My name is Adrian Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Bieber. We are two people who love Disney Parks and started this podcast because we know there are lots of other Disney Parks fans out there who, like us, aren't all perfect and PG-rated. And if that's you, then this is the show for you. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's find out what attraction we're going to be drinking responsibly this week. Well, sadly, there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. So, there's only one thing left to do. Drink Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. And all the other names it goes by in all the other parks. All right, let's gather some Star Command facts and some evil Zerg drinks. And we'll be right back to take this episode to infinity and beyond. At the mercy of Zerg. <laughs> Are you ready to defeat the evil Emperor Zerg? I'm defeat- ready to be at the mercy of Zerg. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what my favorite Buzz Lightyear quote is besides to Infinity Man when he like looks at Woody and he's like, you are not a collector's item. You're a child's plaything. You are a toy. Yeah, that's like pretty harsh. Pretty mean. Yeah, that's a little, a little racist. It's weird that they were like, it's a little, it is a little, it's toy racist. It's, it's weird that they like, like, now you made me lose my thought. Thanks a lot, Ron. <laughs> it was a good one. Too. Toy I mean, no audience. It has to be. It has to be talked about. We have to bring it up to the forefront in our society. That's true. Well, yeah. uh, we're talking about a really fun ride today, um, Buzz Lightyear Space Space Ranger Spin, and there is nobody I know that loves this ride. <laughs> More than my very own mother. Uh, so we brought her onto the podcast today. Diane Hamilton, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Welcome aboard, Diane. <laughs> now, Mom, let me ask you this, because we've watched a lot. First mom appearance. First mom appearance is a big deal. You're the first right? parent awesome. on the show. We've had the siblings. Both of our siblings have been on multiple times. Yep, yep. But we haven't had the parent come in yet. But I was like, there's just, I you love this ride so I much. I do love this ride. Well, I love the ride when I'm winning. When I'm, yes, that if is... I'm losing, I don't like it. <laughs> wow. it's, and is is it more often than not that you're the winner on this ride? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All right. I mean, she's very, very competitive. I, Mom, did you... So we started watching a lot of the Toy Story movies now that your grandson, my nephew, Charlie, is around. Mm-hmm. Did you always like the Toy Story movies? Yes, I did. I thought they were very cute. Okay. What about you, Ryan? Are you a Toy Story fan? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was like the most amazing new animation style that could have ever been, right? So yeah. I was on board from the beginning. And it's a cute uh, story. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. It's funny how Buzz starts out as the nemesis of Woody. Like, the, you know, like, but then he becomes actually like a good, he's a good guy. Yeah. He was just misunderstood. It's like friends, you, just, you know, you just gotta, you gotta give your frenemies a little bit of time and then, you know, yeah. turn your worst enemy into your best friend. I love that. I love that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, we've got to start drinking because we're talking about toys, so that seems appropriate. Okay, today we are drinking Bud Light Tears. 
Oh, that was a good play on words. That's cute. I thought of that. Uh, what you need is uh, one ounce of vodka, four ounces of limeade. I'm sure everyone has that in their refrigerator. One Bud Light beer. You're going to uh, add the vodka and the limeade to a pint glass or a mug, as we like to drink out of here. And uh, top the beer, uh, Top then topped it off with the beer, and then garnish with a bright green lime wedge, because Buzz Lightyear, his colors are green. Yeah. So let's all take a sip. How does it, how does yeah, it taste? Delicious. Cheers. I, I got this recipe. It's actually something called the Dilly Dilly drink. I think it's like some football drink. It's different. Yeah, it's different. It's, it's a different taste. Yeah. Not that, yeah. though. Yeah. Anytime. I mean, like, it could just be like Bud Light, and that could be, you know, Buzz Light's tears. <laughs> because, right, but I had to take it to the next level. It's, it's essentially just water. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, which is good that you added vodka to it. You gotta add. I mean, I wanted to make get a little kick. You know, we're yeah. we're trying to defeat the evil Emperor Zerg here. You can't do that yeah, with Bud Light without a buzz. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Ryan, what kind of a mug are you drinking out of today? So today I'm drinking out of my uh, my Toy Story uh, sketch mug. So it's like uh, it's got like it looks like graph paper on it, and it's got. Uh, it's got Woody and Buzz and Rex and Slinky Dog and and they're like sketches. Oh, that's cute. yeah, that is cute. I'm drinking out of my uh, Buzz Lightyear mug, obviously, because that's my guy. I, when I went to your Halloween party last year, I actually went as Buzz Lightyear. Yep, that's yep. this is my guy, and it's, it has a little controller on it. And it says pew pew. Nice. And mom, why don't you hold up? What are you drinking out of? I'm drinking out of a blue Mickey Mouse mug. Yes, she is. A classic. Yeah. yeah, it's a classic. Right. Yeah, you nobody stick bought me the Buzz Lightyear mug. So. <laughs> Not yet. Christmas is right around the corner. <laughs> but I did buy you the toy gun. I have the gun in my closet. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally the controller, and and you and you didn't even take it out of the box. No, You're saving it. Was it from Paris, so. Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Oh, it's a collector's item. Yeah, it's a, it's a not a toy. No, it's no, no, not. No, no, you no. are. It is not Charlie a toy. Charlie does not get a. Yeah, well, I said don't let Charlie near that. Um, okay, so let's let's cover the basics about this. Right, let's just jump right into it. Uh, there's a lot to unpack here. I had to like condense this down. I did not realize you're going to learn some things here, Mom. This is not just a ride. Okay. This is a piece of history. This is a piece of iconography. Here we go. <laughs> right. You know, it's 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 crazy. Like any any like ride that is uh like in a place where something else used to be like all of a sudden it has like stuff behind it and like all of this like history and yeah and uh fandom yeah and like so like, that nerds buzz like us just leap that shit up oh totally and buzz lightyear is like one of the more steeped in like disney history because tomorrowland is one of these places that is just always changing yeah because so, it's always a different, the tomorrow of 1972 versus the tomorrow of now are very different. Totally different, yeah. Yeah. All right, so, so we are to, so we are talking about Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, also known as Buzz Lightyear Astro Orbiter Astro Blasters, which is what you one time called it, and I didn't know why, but that's what it's called. Yeah, I always call it Astro Blasters, because that's, that's the Disneyland version. Disneyland oh. version. Uh, it's also Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast or Buzz Lightyear Planet Rescue. So it's got many different names. It's oh, I like in- that. Where's that Planet Rescue one? I like that. That's cool. Oh, uh, that's in a different park. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in one of those uh, European or Asian parks. I'm not really sure. Um, it is. This is an interactive shooting dark ride attraction located in the Tomorrowland area of Disney theme park. So it's 
Always in Tomorrowland. Uh, it's designed by Walt Disney Anim- Imagineering, inspired by Disney Pixar's Toy Story franchise. Uh, the attraction combines a carnival game and a third-generation Omnimover system. So when you're on the ride, the backstory is that you are revolves around trying to to defeat the uh, evil Emperor Zerg who stole the batteries used to power the space vehicles of the little green men. Uh, ride participants are Star Command recruits uh, sent out to defeat Zerg. Since Buzz Lightyear is a toy, the attraction is cleverly scaled to give the illusion that one has been reduced to the size of an action figure. Featuring such details as a giant exposed Phillips screw, screw head and the explanation of the interactive phase of the ride that resembles a toy's instruction sheet uh, only on a gigantic scale. So the Space Ranger spin is in equal parts a shooting gallery and a dark ride visitors board and Omnimover, like I said, uh, featuring two laser pistols and a joystick. The pistols are used to shoot laser beams at targets of varying point values. Targets that are hit while lit up will produce a much higher score. Digital readout on the dashboard shows the player's score. The joystick allows for full 360-degree rotation of the vehicle to assist in aiming. Uh, There are four different shaped targets that are worth different point values, from 100 points all the way up to 10,000 points. 10,000 points? 10,000 points, yeah. Where's that sucker hiding? Well, I, I could tell you that, but... I, I think Mama Hamilton knows where that win. thing is, because she, she knows I'm winning, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, so you, you want... If you're a galactic hero, too, then you get that button at the end that says yeah. you're a galactic hero. You scored over 999,000 points. Wait, you get, like, a physical button? You get a button that says, I'm a galactic hero. That's killer. I've never yeah. been a Galactic. I never got that. I'm, I'm, I suck at this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, not very so good at I like to ride either. with her. There's <laughs> one. So this game has a photo pass on it. And there's one photo. There's one time I rode with my mom. And I don't know where the photo thing is. And the photo shows my mom. And she's got the gun. And she's looking. And you're so happy, mom. She's like, I'm just having the best time. And then there's me. And I'm looking at the controller like this. Like, you know, you know, in that song. Like you're, that's like you're checking a text. <laughs> I, I, kept, I remember I kept saying, like, it's it's broken. Mine's not working. But meanwhile, it's just like, I'm just, I just suck at it. <laughs> it's working just fine. I'm like, and I don't understand. I'm aiming at these targets and no point belt, no points go up on my side. I, I think I it's you. broken. I, I feel very similarly with this ride. I, it's like very hard for me to score high. Like uh, yeah. Universal's Men in Black, which is kind of a similar-ish ride. Oh, I love that one. I, I crush that ride. I'm so good at that Me one. Me too. Yeah. This one, I am not good at this one at all. I could defeat the real aliens that Men in Black defeat. You could defeat the fake aliens in Toy Story. Yeah. I mean, that ride and this ride <laughs> are like very, very similar because you're like shooting at aliens and stuff throughout this. Yeah. Like, was this... Was this Buzz Lightyear's existence before ending up in Andy's room? Because it's a horrifying existence. There's just aliens everywhere. You're constantly like, yeah. you're constantly shooting and on the run. There's a large yeah. emperor that's like kind of robotic like crushing the will of man. It's <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. It's not very yeah, it's not it's not a sweet backstory. No, he should have been very happy to be in Andy's playroom and just be like, oh, I'm retired. I'm retired, guys. Give me, <laughs> give me my give me my Barca lounger. I'm good. I'm good. Exactly. Why did he chill out? He yeah. was so intense. Okay, so this attraction first opened at the Magic Kingdom on November 3rd, 1998. Um, ride capacity. It's an Omnimover. I didn't get an exact ride capacity, but one source says it's over 1,900 riders per hour. So it's a people eater. Uh, there are... Um, so you're, you could technically have um, 
three people in a ride vehicle, but there's only two controllers, so it's two What's people. The point, What's man? the point? I mean, some poor kids to sit there while his parents have a shootout, <laughs> like, you know, competition. Right. Doing nothing. Or one kid gets to shoot and the other parent does, and then... Well, you liked beating your kids in games your whole, our I whole life. I never let you win. Never let us win anything. I wouldn't even let my three-year-old grandson win something. I'm you gotta, sorry. You got to teach him. You got to teach him from an early age. I, I hear exactly. you. Exactly. Right, and that's why I'm in therapy now for a couple of years. <laughs> for a couple of years, just trying to just wanted to win one thing as a child, just once. See, and now uh, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so let's let's do some some fun facts about this um okay so for a brief period when the shanghai version opened in 2016 until the hong kong version closed in 2017 the attraction was the only one of two that could be found at all six disney castle parks worldwide what do you think the other ride is? Small World. Gotta be. Space Mountain. No. Dumbo the Flying Elephant. Damn it, oh. Dumbo. <laughs> Damn it. That stupid flat ride. Oh, of course it's him. Of course it's him. All right, it's you so guys cheap. are both not doing too good here so far. This is, this is uh, not good. Okay. All right. Really, whoever yells this out first wins, okay? Okay. Who is the voice? Of the Buzz Lightyear animatronic. Oh, oh he's, our, Alan, he's, our, he's our favorite cocaine smuggling actor, <laughs> Mr. Tim Allen. Yeah. Wrong. <gasps> <laughs> well, he should. The voice of the Buzz Lightyear animatronic is Patrick Howard Frawley. Frawley substituted for Tim Allen in the early years as the voice of Buzz Lightyear in various video and computer games, merchandise, and attractions, and the Disney on Ice uh, Dis at Disneyland Adventure. So, Adrian, if, uh, I, if I had known that, I would expect you to immediately just, like, our friendship is no longer bad. Like, that's an awful thing for me to have known, if I knew that. That <laughs> is. Like, I, I know. I'm too far. So, if I ever get that bad, where I, I know oh. Howard, what's his name? Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Howard Frawley, and now you do know it. So anybody else asks it, Patrick Frawley. I'm I'm going to just stick with uh, that. That's Tim Allen, and it was right after cocaine. Well, binge. so the the weird thing for me is I read that fact, and it freaked me out. And then I went and listened to the audio of the animatronic, and I'm like, holy crap, yeah. that really is not yourself? Tim Allen. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but it ruined it a little bit for me because I always thought it was Tim Allen. Like uh -huh. I thought it was really him. Like how this guy was he like what? not accepting scale? Like they couldn't afford. To I think Tim to, Allen was to too busy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he couldn't. He didn't want to do pay the pay, pay be paid scale. Uh, this guy is best known as the voice of the bad guys in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he's actually the voice of some of the characters in Toy Story Two, but not Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, not really, but yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I think it's interesting because it totally now like when I hear that animatronic, I'm like, oh, that is not Tim Allen. Yeah, I don't, totally I don't like ruined. this fact. This fact is ruining. I don't my like it either. <laughs> Sorry, although you my, were not a child in 1998. 1998. Who are you kidding? <laughs> my childhood as a full-grown adult. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last thing. So now we're gonna now you're gonna find out what a real nerd Ryan is because I guarantee you he'll get this right. You're not gonna answer first. I'm gonna have my mom answer oh, first. Okay. Um, the installation of Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin at the Magic Kingdom utilizes an existing ride system originally constructed in 1972 for blank 
The ride was a two-person Omnimover dark ride sponsored by Eastern Airlines. The ride featured travel destinations throughout the Caribbean and elsewhere, all of which were serviced by Easton. What was that ride called? I'll give you a multiple choice. Was it Widen Your World, If You Could Fly, If You Had Wings, or Eastern Dream Flight? If You Had Wings. Ryan? She's right. That's right. Oh, wow. Tuners. Eastern Airlines was... Oh, that was their slogan? No, I don't know. Oh. (laughs) However, it then changed from that. Hey, see ya. Now, now you're talking about what a real nerd is. Eastern Airlines dropped sponsorship of the ride for financial reasons in early 1987. All Eastern themes were moved, and the ride was renamed to what, Ryan? Uh, that was at that point. It was renamed to Delta Dream Flight. No, you're wrong. <laughs> it was renamed. <laughs> I knew some things. You know, it's renamed to If You Could Fly. If you could fly was then closed down in 1989. And in June of 1989, it reopened as Delta Dream Flight. Oh, I thought that it had already done that switch uh, earlier. Uh, no, I, I so it, it goes from... If, the, um, yeah, it goes from if you, had, if you had wings, if you could fly to Delta Dream Flight. Delta sponsored the ride to the end of 1995. The decision to not continue sponsorship from them made in part due to the cost of sponsoring the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta, Georgia. So from so from there, from January 1st, 1996 to June 4th, 1996, the attraction was simply named Dream Flight. Yeah. So it's changed its name so many times. Well, it's basically um, like, that like they, just... they, they like had a sponsor and they made a ride. Yeah. And then that sponsor was like, nah, I'm out of here. And then he just took off that sponsor's name from everything, but kept the ride the same, th- the same exact thing. So yeah. it was like, instead of going into Eastern, uh, the Eastern airplane, you just went into like random airplane, <laughs> random airplane. Yeah. Then you went to Delta airplane. And then after dream flight, <laughs> we're still not done with a slight re- refurbishment. Uh, all the Delta references were removed and then it was named take flight. Can you believe that how many different names that this ride has had? Take Flight closed the stores in January 1998, ending the dynasty finally of the flight-based attractions, uh, and was replaced by Buzz Lightyear later. You know what's year. so wild is that like all of that happened in a 10-year span. Yeah, like that's crazy. I don't remember this attraction, Take Flight, Dream Flight. Do you remember it? Uh, right? Like super vaguely. Uh... Like I don't have any like direct memories of it, but I've seen pictures of it where it, like I was like, oh yeah, that looks familiar. It, I tried to watch a ride through. It was horrible. It was I pretty bad. Even, yeah. I so I was like, I'm just gonna skip this. Um, but yeah. Do you remember it? No. But what were you supposed to be like on an airplane? No, you like, yeah, sat, like things... in a car, and they brought you to like the they brought you on an airplane, but they also brought you to like the locations that that airline went to. Oh, okay. Right. It's the same exact track as Buzz Lightyear. Right. Same, utilizing the same system. Yeah. It kind of was like, uh, like they brought you to like, like Japan and they brought you to like Hawaii and stuff like that. And uh, it was yeah, like, but real not really school dark ride, like kind of felt like, um, like uh, the old, the old world of motion at Epcot. Like when you were like the car oh. one. Yeah. It was like real old yes. school like that. That's kind of, I mean, it's kind of uh-huh. cool for how awful it is, but that's like. Well, I don't want to give it away, but I did go to 
you know, the original World's Fair in the 60s. What? That's yeah. sick. <laughs> yes, she did. Unbelievable, Ryan. But yes, I was there as a child. As a child, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you were. And, you and so- I did go on that ride, yes. And you went on Small World. That's yes, incredible. Small World. Yeah, she has pictures at the World's Fair. It's pretty yeah. cool. That's so awesome. And you always talk about it. Oh, and my mom also went to, what was the name of the? Freedom Land. Freedom Land in the Bronx. That was yeah. the best. She loved it. And so did my grandmother. I've always, yeah. I'm so intrigued by Freedom Land. It's such a weird, it's such a weird thing that New York had this amazing park oh. that like. It, and they got rid yeah. of it so fast. It was fantastic. And the cool history about that is that years and years later, where, where Freedom Land once lived, Ryan and I work at a firm that uh, that worked on the buildings that are on that exact. They site. repointed oh, the really? brick. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, everything comes together full circle. Oh, so, and I also went to Action Park. Oh yeah, and you you live to tell the tale. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, this is why I like safe parks like Disney World. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna give you guys if you there is ways to get a high score on this. My mom doesn't need the tips, but for anybody like me that does, you always want to aim for the center of the Z's. The targets that are further away are those then are obviously worth more points. Now, here's how most people win. Hit the top of the volcano for 100,000 points. After passing the Rock'em Sock'em Robots, pivot your car around and see if you can hit the target on the back of the robot's wrist for another 100,000 points. Uh, look for the spider after the ra- after the robots and see if you can shoot it. That's also high value. In the room where the targets are projected, don't stop shooting because those are all worth point values. And try to hit the batteries on the front of the Rock'em front, uh, front to knock them down uh, and rack up points. So that's some tips for trying to not be a loser on that road. Well, in February. With these locked in, next time I'm there, I'm crushing, I'm crushing yeah. whoever's sitting next to me. <laughs> I don't know if we have to do this because I feel like we know, but um, I want to hear from I want to hear from Ryan. Uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts on on this attraction? Now we're going to talk about our thoughts and feelings. <laughs> Let me talk about my feelings. Um, you know, like I uh, I think this ride's pretty cute. It's like a it's like a cute ride to me. Um, but it's mm-hmm. uh, it I've dealt with like a lot of really long lines with this ride. And it's not deserving of long lines, you know, like at all. This should be a walk on at all times. And I don't know why I've waited for over half an hour for this ride, but I have. And see, when I get when I go to the park, I always hit Tomorrowland. Oh, see, first. I'm a late, I'm a late so night Tomorrowland boy. You go the yeah. other direction. I always go to the right. And so for me, I never have a wait in this ride. It's one of the first rides that I ride. Yeah, yeah. I um, I like seeing Tomorrowland with all the lights on. So I always go. I'm always there at night. Yeah, I mean, I end up back there at the end of the night yeah. anyway. But um, so yeah, I mean, like yeah. you know, I, I have younger brothers. Uh, my my brother Eric, who you know has been on this uh, the show many times, uh, his one of his favorite things of all time was Toy Story growing up. So this was always like a must do for our family. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's got like it's got a place uh, place in my heart for sure. I really, I mean, I, my mom really loves this ride, but this is this ride is a must-do for me. I do it every single time. And that's strange that it's a must-do, because I can't understand, I can't figure out why, but I just, I like the, yeah. 
like the the futuristic thing. I like there's the like neon. a lot of frenetic I, energy I, in this. Like it's very chaotic and it's very, and like I love that you can like move your own car and you can like you know jostle it from one side to the next and, yeah. and look and and point towards like whatever you're trying to look at at the time. Like I've definitely ridden this ride without yeah. shooting before. Like ridden it by myself and not shot oh. and just like oh look at this look at you know like like taking the moment to just like chill out and enjoy the ride without the without the yeah. you know having the score high yeah yeah I mean I'm not ever trying to score high I just kind of like says that because she, <laughs> she usually yeah that's spoken like somebody who loses a lot Adrian <laughs> that is a that's true. <laughs> Yeah, I'm never really, I'm not playing. I'm trying to enjoy the experience. I'm trying to be in the moment here. <laughs> um, okay, so mom, do you have anything else you want to add? So I think that this ride is probably more fun than it is technically advanced. Exactly, yes. So you have a lot of fun on this. Mm -hmm. um, is it only the competitive part of it or is there, do you, you think it's a cute ride? I think it's a cute ride, but basically it's the competitiveness. I have to be honest. Yeah, just like Jeopardy every night during dinner as children. <laughs> The scoreboard would come nice. out. Nice. The scoreboard. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. We keep going. Oh, oh yes. It. <laughs> it's very hard to beat her on that, too. Um, okay. So I think, you know, now that we've sort of, you know, shared some thoughts and feelings, I, I need, think we could drink I, this I, ride. We've not think? done enough drinking for us to have talked this long about There's toys. not been any Imagineers. Got to get, get going. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's uh, hit it. Okay. This is the music from the ride. Okay. It's a little, little pitchy now that yeah. I hear it. Uh, yeah, not real pitchy. <laughs> yeah a little high uh okay so we're gonna play drink that ride we'd love you to play along at home uh all you have to do to play is have a drink in front of you. you can have the one that we gave at the beginning of the game it's basically a drink the difference game we're gonna rank the rides through a series of technical and fun rounds and drink the point difference that we give each ride for example if a category is worth five points and you give the ride three in that category you drink two two sips or two seconds the shittier the ride the drunker you get Categories in the technical rounds are Q for five points, length of ride for five, thrill level for five, immersion, that is sight, sounds, and ride vehicle, it's 10 points. And then we go to the fun category, which is 25 points, 50 points up for grabs in our race to figure out what is the best ride in Walt Disney World. And that's how you play. Okay. We start at the start, which is the Q. We've had to explain this in the past. I'm just going to say one last time. Q means line, people. If you need to um, to know that anymore, we're not going to ask you to play because <laughs> this might not be the game for you. Uh, Q is worth five points. Uh, a little bit about this Q. The Q area is awash in the chartreuse white and bright blue hues of Buzz Lightyear himself. An audio animatronic Buzz Lightyear figure and a giant Etch-A-Sketch at Disneyland or a Viewmaster at Walt Disney World provide explanation of the mission secret weapon and 
Uh, there's an explanation of how to use your blasters. Uh, while his body is an audio animatronic, Buzz's face is actually a screen with a projection of computer animation and allows better lip sync and more realistic uh, features, making him look like a more realistic representation of the character for the films. Now, this time, Ryan, we've talked about how they do this on the Frozen ride. They do this projection on the face. It's terrible on the Frozen ride, but for this attraction i think it works it's done differently what it's done differently it's way better yeah so this this one this one they're projecting it's like madame leota they're projecting from the back of of buzz's head they're not projecting through the front because he's got the the you know windshield on his mask so uh the other ones they're projecting from afar and it's like just sitting on top of it which is kind of how they're doing they do the frozen they do uh the seven dwarves seven dwarves mind train that way um and yeah that's where you get like those weird harsh edges like on the chin and things yeah, like I don't that like it looks kind of bad i agree this one is is like a lot more successful and i think because he's a toy he's actually not a person sure he the the white that from the projection looks more realistic when it's like a person and like unless right now i have bright lights like on my face illuminating me here but normally you don't have like super bright lights on your face where you can it looks weird when it's on you know Anna and Elsa. Yeah. So the point being, this is not uh, the greatest cue in the world, but it isn't the worst. I mean, there it does snake. And like you said, if you're waiting in line, you're going to the snaking a lot. Uh, but I don't normally wait on a long line. For, I won't wait on if this line is more than 30 minutes. I'm, I'm out of there. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to personally give the cue a three. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's terrible. Uh, it's a three for me. Diana, what do you think out of five? I, I agree. I think it's about a three also. It's not exciting, but it's it's okay. It gets you in the mood. Yeah, it's like pumped up like that yeah. music is going. And yeah. You hear the clinking of the cars coming up. Yeah, the clinking of the cars is what really gets me in line. Uh, yeah, everybody takes a picture in front of that Buzz animatronic. <laughs> and I then do, it stops I, I like the, the Buzz animatronic. I think that that part, like that that final room when you like get into the boarding uh, the boarding area, I think that's pretty cool, but the rest of it, as you go through, is like pretty bad, like flats yeah. and like you know just painted plywood type shit. So I'm gonna go yeah. with the two with it. I I get that. All right, uh, Ryan, you drink two. Mom, we're gonna drink three. Okay. No, we, we're drinking two. He's drinking three. Drink more than us. My pleasure. Mm. Oh, that's good. Good stuff. Dear Orita. Yeah. No. It's a Buzz Light Tears. <laughs> Bud Light Years. I don't know. Uh, next category is Length of Ride. That's also for five points. This uh, ride generally clocks in around 4.5 minutes. Um, I think that's pretty perfect. I don't want more of this ride. I don't want less of it. I think it I think it's a nice amount of time for this type of a ride. I'm with I you. I actually thought it was like a little bit longer than that. Okay. You thought it was, you felt like it was longer? Yeah, I felt like it was a little bit longer than that. Like four and a half minutes seems kind of, uh, it, it feels like it's longer. Um, yeah. Does it feel like it's longer because it's not a good time? No, no, no. Usually no, when things like, feel I just longer, feel like you means... go through so many little rooms and stuff. Like you, you get like a lot of, uh, you get a lot of experience in that, that short amount of time. I don't think it's long enough. Okay. <laughs> sure. All right. 
<laughs> more game. Yeah, more game. I get it. I more get points. it. All right. So more uh, points. Yeah, I, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna go uh, off the bat with a uh, a four for the length of ride. I I think it's kind of you know pretty well in its wheelhouse. Uh, Adrian, how about you? I'm right there with you. I'm gonna give it a four on length of ride. All right. And mom, what do you think? It's uh three. 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 Okay. All right. All right. Cheers, mom. You will be drinking two. The rest of us will be drinking one. Ah, cheers. Uh, okay, now this is going to be a hard category for this ride. Yeah. Thrill level. A little tough. <laughs> it's hard to get scared on this one. Um, I can't think of anything thrilling about this. You know, like you would say, like, oh, because it spins around too, maybe, but like you're in complete control of where it's spinning, so it's not very yeah. thrilling. You don't have to make it. You can make it even less thrilling, or you, yeah, like, you could just sit there like a dunce. Yeah. It's a one on thrill. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. It Me can't. Too. It can't be any. It can't be any more than a one. One. All right. So we're all drinking four here. Uh, to the evil zerg. Yeah. We've been zerged. We've been zerged. <clears throat> okay. Um, this category is the high, highest point category in our technical categories. That's why it's the last. Immersion, that is sights, sounds, and ride vehicles. So when you're in this um, ride vehicle, you are in an XP-37 space cruiser uh, that seats three people, but really is for two. Um, a lot of it is neon cardboard stuff going on, but there is some, there is some cool robots and different things like that. Um, in terms of it being the backstory of Buzz Lightyear, I think it's pretty immersive of his life before being just a toy. Yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah, you said that before. Yeah. Uh, I think it's done as well as it as well as it can be done. I, I don't think it's a ten. But I don't think it's a five. I'm, I'm. Per, uh, you, you want to go first, Mom? How immersive do you think this is? Well, because I love it. I guess maybe a four. I do like. No, it. no, it's out of ten points. Oh, out of ten. Oh, yeah, no, four. Ten. Four <laughs> means you think it's a real dog. All right, I'll go eight. Okay. All right. Eight, eight is great. Um. Yeah, Adrian, I'm kind of. I'm with you. Uh, it's, it's not a, it's not a dog, but it's, it's. Uh, <laughs> immersion wise it's not like you know it's not the tops that disney has to play with so um i don't know like you know the music isn't all that great there's like a lot of like other no. sounds that are like pretty annoying uh and i do like uh i love like black light rides you know black light dark rides yeah I'm all about me too i um, like that and this has like an abundance an abundance of that everything is glowing here which is kind of fun, of neon. Um, but it is a lot of like flats and car and plywood cutouts and stuff like that. So um, I think I'm going to give it uh, a six and a half. So I'll round up to seven. Yeah, I was going to give it a seven as well. Cool. So uh, mom, you'll drink two. Ryan and I will drink three. And then Ryan will give us uh, how this ride is doing in the technical rounds. Oh, uh, Okay. So after our four technical rounds, out of a possible 25 points, I've scored it a 14. Adrian, you scored it a 15, and so is your mom. So we are at a uh, an average of 14 and a half, so it goes up to 15. Okay, well, it's so it's doing a little bit better than middle. 
a little bit better than middle. Yep. 15 out, okay. of, out of 25. Going into our final category, the fun category. Uh, you know, as we always say, Disney's selling fun. They're selling it at a high price. Are they successful? Are, you know, is this ride more than its technical attributes? I think that, I think this ride is the perfect example of a ride that's more fun than it is technically advanced as evidenced by how much fun my mom has on it every single time. And I, for some reason, it's a must do for me. And I don't think it has to do with it being like so amazing. I think it's because I have a fun time on it. I think this ride is the definition of fun. I think it's better. It's more fun than it is amazing. I, I, I agree with that. I have a, a pretty good time on this ride. And, uh, and I think that it's more, for me, it scores higher in fun than it does and it's sure and it's technical abilities. Right. Um, we'll let our guests go first, Mom. This is out of 25 points. How much fun are you having? And you could be honest. Let your freak flag fly. Yeah. Go for it. How much fun are you having on... I guess, like, compare it... Uh, you, know, on... you can compare it to, like, any other any other Disney ride. You know, so, like, you know, if, if this is your favorite ride of all time, it's probably a 25. And if it's... You know, in your top ten, then maybe it's somewhere. If it's lower. Mr. Toad, it's a zero. You know, like that's yeah. right. In the, I does. mean, it's not one of my very favorite. It's no. not Peter Pan, which <laughs> is my favorite. Yes, absolutely. And Pirates, that's my very favorite too. Um, I'd say eighteen. Wow, I that's, I thought we, I thought you were going to break. 20. Yeah, that's much lower than I, I thought. That's what I'm scoring. Yeah. No. I'm scoring. I, I know. I'm like, that's kind of right around where I'm scoring. <laughs> well, maybe that's just where it belongs to be then. Right. Yeah. All right. 18s for the table. 18s for the table. <laughs> Across the board. 18s All for right, the table cheers. gives us a grand total of uh, average of 32.6 repeating. Therefore, we are coming in at a 33 for Buzz Lightyear. Astro Blasters. All right. Buzz Lightyear Space Rangers. Astro Blasters. <laughs> Dare you. That is blasphemy. It's blasphemy. Wow. Sorry. Blasphemy. Sorry. 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 <laughs> Jesus. Speak of that other park on this pod. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I think that that probably is where it's supposed to be. Honestly, it's, it's, it's not a, it, it's not a ride that would have broken 40 in any capacity. Um, but it is it's a, just a fun, it's yeah. a fun little ride. Um, so mom, how long would you wait for this ride? I would wait a half an hour. Ryan? Uh, I mean, I've, I've waited a half an hour, so I guess that's what I would do. Unfortunately, half an hour is, um, me as well. So just to give a little, um, race update, by the way, I'm going to say that still our number one ride in point value the Tower of Terror has 48.5 points, the highest um, scored ride. Our lowest is the the dog itself, Triceratops Spin, with 12 points, I think that one had. Uh, it was, it, it, was something, it was something brutally low. Dismal score, but deserving of the, every low point that it got. So this one did a lot better than that one. Um, Ryan, how drunk are you? On a scale of Forky to Rex, oh, I'm probably like I think uh, I'm Lenny the ben- probably coming in at like a Slinky Dog, 
little dash of this, a yeah. little dash of that, you know. Oh, I get it. Dash. Slinky dog. <laughs> Very cute. Uh, I think I'm Lenny the Binoculars because I foresee Wait, more drinks in my future. What's that dude's name? Lenny the Binoculars. <laughs> His name is Lenny? That was fun. Yes! Rewatch the movie. <laughs> I only found that out when I looked at the cast of Toy Story. Good, good. Mom? Uh, I guess I'm Mr. Potato. Yes. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yes, you are. Perfect. Oh, my God. Um, well, that's our show, Mom. Thank you so much yeah, for coming thank you. on. This oh, was, thank this you. This is really fun. And it's so cool yeah. that time. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely put up that photo that I mentioned of my, me and my mom on Buzz Lightyear where she's excited and I'm, you know, being a sore Yeah, loser. we definitely have to put that on the, uh, on the gram. That'll go on the social media. Um, the Dark Ride presented by Drunk Distory is available every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can always pay us by simply liking and subscribing, giving us a five-star rating or review, or just telling a Disney Parks-loving friend to listen. That really helps us out. Email us questions or shout-outs at drunkdistory at gmail.com, and please follow us on Instagram for lots of great Disney Parks content at drunkdistory. Uh, we've got memes, we've got news. It's a really fun and kind of dark, just like the dark ride. As always, thank you for drinking responsibly with us. Cheers. They all know that I'm the man, 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 the toughest soldier in all the land, man, man. Equipped with a laser cannon, man, 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 on a mission from Stockholm, man, 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 to hear my skills go on and on and on. Woody's no competition, yeah. I take one my wings and prepare to fly to infinity and beyond. Just a joint waiting, no back from mine. To infinity and beyond.